about more than just brushing and flossing your teeth. Dental disease is 100% preventable and it starts at home with you. Yep, you heard me right. Cavities are a disease and not something our children should just get. Your mouth is a window into your body and it has an effect on your speech, breathing, chewing, heart health, so much more. And we're not listening to it. On this podcast, we'll bring you a mixture of professionals, experts in the field that will give you advice and action steps you can take with your kids in different situations. We're also going to have moms, dads, caregivers, just like you, having the same struggles that you are because together we can make a difference and help keep our kids healthy. I had high fevers as a child and was given medicine that stayed my teeth. Kids bullied me, made fun of me, asked me if I knew how to brush my teeth. It not only affected my self-esteem, it made me self-conscious about my smile. I did not want to smile as a kid. People were always asking me what was wrong with me. I just didn't want to open my mouth because I didn't want to be made fun of. And I don't want another kid to feel the same way I did growing up. This is the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. My name is Sherry Wirtz. I'm a dental hygienist and I've been in the dental field for over 30 years. Welcome back to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the top 10 reasons to visit your dentist regularly. People avoid the dentist for many different reasons. They had a bad experience. They're embarrassed. They're afraid they'll be yelled at or made to feel like they're not brushing or flossing properly. They don't like pointy things in their mouths. Or others simply don't feel like they have the time or they don't want to fit it into their budget. Whatever your reason for not going to the dentist, here are this dental hygienist suggestions for not putting off your appointment and why you should schedule a visit to your dentist now rather than put it off to later. Let's start with my reason number 10 for visiting the dentist. Number 10, we touch our face more. Did you know we touch our face 16 times an hour? And that was before we started wearing a mask. Now we touch our face more than ever, adjusting our mask, pulling it down so we can breathe. The bacteria going into our mouths comes from touching our hands and adjusting our masks, which is what the mask is supposed to prevent. We're washing our hands more, hopefully, but also we're breathing through our mouth more as well. Did you know that when you breathe through your mouth, we bypass the benefits going through our nose? Our nose now is not warming the air or filtering out the bacteria. We're getting 18% less oxygen than if you were to breathe through your nose when you breathe through your mouth. Breathing through your mouth causes dry mouth and gingivitis. I'm seeing way more puffy gums and gingivitis. Breathing through your mouth is becoming a bad habit. And that's since we started wearing masks. I'm seeing way more bleeding gums in the front teeth, and it's usually just the front from the canine to canine, either the top and the bottom or both. So that's easily prevented just by getting in there and brushing your teeth more. But if you can't see it, your dentist will let you know if you're getting gingivitis or if the mask is creating issues for you. So my recommendations are make sure that you ask your dentist if they're seeing any gingivitis to point out the areas and have them show you tools and techniques that will help you get rid of that gingivitis. It's 100% reversible, but you have to do it at home. So let's move to my number nine. Your dentist will clean the plaque and tartar off your teeth. No one's perfect. No matter how diligent you are with brushing and flossing, plaque and tartar can still build up around your teeth and gums. The sooner you see your dentist, the sooner you can get that off. You might not consider it an urgent problem. Plaque and tartar can lead to serious complications in your body. Your mouth is a breeding ground for bacteria and it can seriously start to affect your overall health and your mouth health. 
your oral health. <laughs> For whatever reason, I can't get that out today. So the health of your mouth directly affects your body. And that tartar buildup you get, if you don't disrupt that bacteria, creates inflammation and gingivitis. And that bleeding gums when you brush your teeth allows the bacteria to enter into your blood system. When it enters into your blood system from bleeding, then it can travel through and get to your heart. And so that's another important reason for cleaning the plaque and tartar off. You're not going to be able to get it all off. And if you have one to three millimeter pockets, your gums are pretty healthy, even if you have some bleeding. And it's totally reversible for you to get in there, like I said, and brush that off. But your dentist will let you know which areas you're missing. And if you have deeper pockets, you might want to see your dentist more than twice a year. Because when that bacteria gets into those pockets deeper than four millimeters, your toothbrush can't get below three millimeters to disrupt that plaque. And it's a perfect breeding ground for bacteria. And it's warm, it's dark, it's moist, and it grows. And when it grows, it invites its friends and you have more bacteria in your mouth just wreaking havoc. And then that inflammation causes an avalanche of problems that can happen in your body. So it's which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Which comes first, the bleeding gums and some systemic conditions or the systemic conditions come first that cause the bleeding gums? That's still debatable, but either way, they are a huge correlation and having a healthy mouth definitely helps you have a healthy body. Number eight, your dentist can detect and treat problems early. Your mouth is an early warning system into your body. The sooner you detect a problem, the easier it is to treat and it's much less expensive. Gingivitis is easier to deal with than periodontal disease. A simple cavity and a simple filling are easier to deal with than a root canal. And a root canal is better than having the tooth extracted, depending on who you talk to. By seeing your dentist, you will be able to monitor your oral health, detect issues early. And with early intervention, it saves you time, money, and the pain of having to go through that, as well as the recovery period is greatly reduced, allowing you to have a happy, healthy smile. And you can spend your hard-earned money on something other than your mouth and your teeth. Number seven, dental disease is silent. Not every dental problem causes pain and serious conditions can go unnoticed until it's too late. Sometimes you need an x-ray to catch a problem. And sometimes there are tools that we can use to catch a problem sooner, even before you'd seen it on the x-ray or with your own eyes. An impacted wisdom tooth, for example, might only be visible on an x-ray. It's still better to see it sooner rather than later because sometimes, depending on where the wisdom tooth is, it could butt up against the next tooth. Bacteria can get in there, you can't get it clean, and then instead of losing one teeth, you lose two teeth. Or you might have a cavity and it keeps it from turning into a root canal because you see it sooner rather than later. There are so many things going on in your mouth that you might not even realize. So being able to look at your mouth and diagnose things sooner might even save your life. Number six, prevent gum disease and periodontal disease. Brushing and flossing daily are the best ways that you can prevent oral infections. Unfortunately, plaque and tartar left on the teeth for too long, undisrupted, can still cause cavities, gum disease, and periodontal disease. By having the plaque and tartar removed, it greatly reduces your, your risk of getting other illnesses. Gum disease is one of the most common illnesses in the world. 
In the United States alone, almost 50% of the adult population and 70% of the population over 65 have some form of gum disease. Gum disease is hard to notice at first, but there are obvious signs like bleeding and swelling of the gums. They only appear after the infection progresses. Seeing your dentist and having your gums measured with a little probe is the best way to know if your gums are healthy or not. Periodontal disease affects teeth, bone, and can result in teeth falling out or needed to be extracted. Conditions like gum disease and periodontal disease are more likely to occur with people who have an underlying medical condition like diabetes or heart disease. These patients might need more frequent checkups, like three or four times a year rather than one to two times a year to maintain and slow the progression of the disease. I still am under the belief that if you have some form of chronic periodontal disease, you have some kind of systemic condition and you need to treat both or you need to treat one to get the other in control. So let's use an example. I have a patient that had leukemia. I had been seeing him for years, every three months and his gums were bleeding. And, you know, back then, this is 15 years ago, I would say, I'm noticing this, we can't get control of your bleeding gums, I think you need to see your doctor. And they'd come back and say, no, all the blood work was fine. And then this particular gentleman that I'm talking about, five years later, came back and said, I have diabetes. And after he got his sugar under control, his gums got better and they weren't bleeding as much. And then a few years after that, all of a sudden he started getting bleeding gums again. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm seeing that your gums are starting to bleed again. How's your sugar? Is it under control? And he's, yeah, it's completely under control. And I'm like, okay, I think something else is going on. And he's like, okay, I'll, you know, talk to the doctor and see what happens. He ended up having leukemia. And once he got the leukemia under control, his gums got better again. Same thing for my uncle. He was having issues and it was five to seven years after having issues and watching him lose teeth that he was diagnosed with diabetes. And then a few years after that, again, his gums started to get bad again and he was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer. So it's this hygienist belief that when you have chronic gum disease and it's not getting better, there is an underlying condition. The problem is we don't always know how to find that condition or get that condition diagnosed. So I think that you need to be your own healthcare advocate and you need to know, are your gums healthy? So that's why it's good to go to your dentist and at least establish a baseline. You don't have to get all the treatment done that they recommend, but you should at least know if your gums are healthy, how your bone loss is, and if you have any major decay in your mouth, because that's all a chronic disease. And I look at it this way. If you had a cut somewhere on your body that was bleeding, you would do something about it. You wouldn't just leave it. But yet in our mouths, we have a chronic disease that's bleeding and we usually don't do anything about it because we're not in pain and it's not something that we acknowledge and we just ignore it. We can't ignore it because it's not painful. So we can ignore it until it is painful, but that's when it gets costly. So let's go to number five. You can lower your chances of cardiovascular disease and other health problems. The link between gum disease and cardiovascular disease has been studied for years and the mouth has always been treated separate from the rest of the body. We understand the health of our mouth can have drastic consequences on the health of our body. People with gum disease are two or three times more likely to suffer heart attack, stroke, or other serious cardiac events. Pregnant women with gum disease are more likely to deliver early or have a smaller baby. So preventing and treating gum disease and keeping your numbers down and the bleeding down will actually help 
with your overall body system and will help keep your health in check. Number four, you want to set a good example for your children. One of the reasons people often dislike the dentist is because they had a poor experience as a child. This might be an experience that you had when you were really young, or it might be something you had as you've grown up, or it might be that your parents had a bad experience and you're feeling that they're anxious about going to the dentist. I was one of those people that had a bad experience as a dentist. Back then, they called it hand over mouth. And if the child was acting up, the dentist would put his hand over your mouth and whisper in your ear. That didn't go over really well with me. And I completely freaked out when that happened. And I saw a pediatric dentist until I was 18. And they told me that I could no longer go there because they didn't see patients over 18. I was so bummed, but I found another dentist. So that's the thing is there are good dentists and there are not so good dentists and you have to find one that clicks with you. So I say finding a dentist is dating and there are questions you should ask before you even make an appointment so you have a good experience and you have to kind of know what your likes and dislikes are. We'll talk about that on another podcast. But if you have children having regular checkups, even if you hate going to the dentist, having a brave face, will take your child along the journey with you so they're not afraid. It can do wonders for setting them up for a lifetime of healthy, positive association with visiting the dentist. Number three, using your dental benefits. If you've got dental coverage with your health insurance, you should know what your benefits are. They don't roll over from year to year. So once your coverage period has expired, you use those benefits if you didn't use them. So it's use them or lose them kind of thing. You've got dental benefits, you're paying for them. So you might as well at least go once a year to get x-rays and cleaning. And again, you can always decide to go forward or not go forward with what the dentist is recommending. And I do believe that if you're not agreeing with what is being told to you, then that's probably not right for you and go with your gut. Always go with your gut. It's never wrong. It's there for a reason. It kind of keeps everything into check. But health insurance is a benefit that you can use. And as long as you have it, it's a good idea to just at least know the health of your mouth. Number two, keep your smile bright and healthy. Teeth whitening is one of the most popular dental treatments that people want. White teeth are naturally not supposed to be perfectly white like people want it. And when you drink foods and such as coffee or tea or red wine, it can cause staining on your teeth. Staining is normal. And as you get older, the dentin, which is the second layer of your tooth thickens and the outer surface layer of the enamel that is translucent, that yellow then appears through there. So whitening is something that will be a good thing, but it can only whiten so far. And everybody wants that pearly white smile, but teeth are yellow. So with whitening, we are seeing a lot more white teeth and baking soda helps whiten your teeth. There's something called Perio Protect that is really good and it will help whiten your teeth and get your gums in check while killing bacteria. There's toothpaste you can use. There's white strips you can use. So there's all kinds of things that you can do. Your dentist can recommend whitening. You can have whitening at the dentist and 
with regular checkups and getting your teeth cleaned, you might not need whitening because you might be getting that plaque and tartar off of your teeth and your teeth are just whiter once you get them clean. And everybody has a different perception of what white teeth should be and how white they want their teeth. Some people want their teeth as white as the whites of their eyes. And sometimes whitening products cause sensitivity. So you kind of have to judge, you know, do you want sensitivity if the whitening is causing it or do you want whiter teeth and you can deal with the sensitivity? And again, everybody's different. Not everybody gets sensitivity, but some people do. And there are different products that are out there with different percentages. So again, asking your dentist or finding something over the counter or on the internet. And sometimes you just have to try a few different products. I know uh, baking soda is good. Essential or orange essential oil is good for whitening your teeth. And there are toothpaste. I like the new skin toothpaste for whitening. I like burst charcoal toothpaste for whitening and everybody's different on what they like. So that's why it's kind of hard to recommend one product over another because there are so many products out there. So you'll see me recommending a whole lot of different products and it'll be trial and error of what you like. You might not like the same things that I do. So the number one reason for going to the dentist is having a healthy mouth because a healthy mouth is a healthy body and a healthy life. What we put in our mouths and how we take care of our mouths and whether or not we're watching the signs that they're telling us, there are three main areas to focus on to not only have a healthy mouth, but have a healthy body. Going to the dentist is just one of those things you can do to keep your mouth healthy, your gums healthy, and your teeth healthy. Again, a healthy mouth is a healthy body and not everyone knows the health of their mouth. Some people are embarrassed by how their mouths look, but where you are is where you are. I think I was embarrassed by my teeth for the longest time because I had yellowing teeth and kids bullied me and pointed and made fun of me. So there's not a lot of pictures of me when I was a child showing my teeth. And it did affect my self-esteem, which is probably why I went down this path. I don't want any other child to feel that way about their mouths. And if you take them younger, you get them used to having someone look in their mouth and they're not afraid. The more often they go, the more routine it is for them. Again, everybody is different. Some people might only want to go to the dentist once a year. Some people go twice. Some people four times. Some people three times. Some people would rather catch things earlier. Some people would rather just wait until it's a problem. And some people don't care if they lose teeth or it affects their, their biting or their chewing. So again, everybody's different. You have to decide what is right for you. But my main reason for you going to the dentist is that you know the health of your mouth. You know what your numbers are. You know if you're having bleeding. So bleeding when you brush your teeth, you may or may not have bleeding. If you're a smoker, you're probably not going to see much bleeding. If you only brush your teeth sideways and you don't really get in there and massage the gums and you don't floss daily, you might not see bleeding. So it's basically judged when you go to your dentist, when they're probing, if you're getting bleeding when they're probing and it shouldn't hurt when they're probing. If it hurts, it's a sign of disease or it's just a sign that the provider is pressing a little harder. It's kind of hard to tell. And a lot of the reasons that people don't go to a dentist is because of trust issues. And I get it. There are 
in every profession, there are people that are ethical and there are people that are not ethical. So trust is one of the biggest reasons of going to the dentist or not going to the dentist. So the best way to find a dentist is to ask around, ask your friends, ask your neighbors. And again, see what's important to you. Do you believe in fluoride? Do you not believe in fluoride? Do you want a dentist that drills and fills? Do you want a dentist that doesn't use a drill, that does ozone? Do you want a homeopathic or a holistic dentist? Do you want to see a corporate dentist? Do you want old school dentist? So there's all different things that you need to know and questions you need to ask that we'll talk about in future podcasts. But for this podcast, these are my top 10 reasons that you should go to the dentist. And of course, I'm a dental hygienist, so I think that you should go to the dentist. The more that you know, the more informed you are, the better that you can be to keep your body healthy. And I have been an advocate for having a healthy mouth the whole 30 years I've been a dental hygienist, but since being sick and having cancer, it takes on a whole new meaning to me because not being healthy and having cancer has taken so much away in this past year and having cancer during COVID is a whole new experience. Healthcare during COVID is completely different. And I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Just like I wouldn't wish some of the things I experienced as a child and bullying with my mouth on anyone. So if I can help someone, even just one person prevent going through what I've gone through, all of this is worth it. Look for more podcasts on steps that you can take to keep your mouth healthy and keep your body healthy for life. And as always, thanks for listening. A healthy mouth is a healthy body and a healthy life. Thanks so much for listening to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. Do you have a question you've answered on the podcast? All I'm asking is for you to do three things. Head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, tell me what it is you'd like me to answer on the podcast, anything about mouth health. And if you'd like for me to leave a shout out, make sure that you leave a name. That's all you need to do. Then just make sure you tune in and listen so you can hear your question answered on the next Q&A episode. And join us next time on the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. If you'd also like more information, you can head over to www.dentalhygiene411.com where I have more resources and information for all things mouth health.